0: Welcome to the Theo Pop Culture Smackdown. Dr. Payne is on the keys. This I time, my friends. am. We have switched it up. On the keys
1: for you all. She
0: is on the keys. <laughs> I am not on the keys.
1: You can expect some sweet tunes.
0: Just tickle those ones and twos a little bit. <laughs> yep. Let's hear it. Come on. Just give us some more. Oh, yeah. You love to hear it. Um, I did have a complaint about the keys from someone I saw out on a walk. What? What? Uh, if she's listening now, I won't identify her. Just a person from the community who also happens to listen to the podcast. She said it wasn't a complaint. It was actually a compliment. She said, you know, when I first started listening to this with the music, I was like, why <laughs> are you doing that? But then it started to make more and more sense, you know, just trying to appeal to the youth of today with those quirky oh things. Oh, really?
1: Oh, so there and was so the absurdity factor that she yes, was not I think
0: she didn't enjoying. understand the absurdity factor right away, but then she kind of got into it. Oh, so that's nice you out there that i encountered on the walk who i will not name I feel faithful like listener very generous of her thank you yeah thank you thank very you much, so much. Yeah. thank you <laughs> and um so um so we we're back on the keys dr mm-hmm. Payne is on the keys yep. i will do the coin flip yep this time my friends but you still yep. got us debating yes you're still <laughs> the same people we are we are doing the back
1: with a pop culture smackdown about um so we are starting with the very beginning of the early church the early church evangelized Mm -hmm. the church grew our
0: our word is pentecost
1: yes we are talking about pentecost that explosive moment in the beginning of the church recorded in acts 2 and elsewhere in acts Mm -hmm. where christians like got out there they were serious about getting out there and evangelizing they got
0: out the vote they Mm -hmm. went out into the street so evangelizing you can you can um um recognize the term evangelized mm-hmm. um which actually sounds more like the word the greek word ouangelion.
1: good news
0: evangel the good news that that one seems to be more straight from the uh the uh the greek um mm-hmm. there whereas our word gospel is like an old english word from so it's not the same language but evangelize like um you know, um, and, and like an evangelical, like to evangelize is to spread the good news.
1: Someone who wants to do that, and so now the the pop culture artifact I've curated it for us today. Oh you, yes, you have. Tell yeah, us about this, is, this artifact. Um, okay. So I went ahead and Googled "street preacher with sandwich board." Oh, um, I'm gonna look at what you. And if you do you that, here. if you do that, you will find oh, many different versions of someone standing on a street, mm-hmm. standing on a street corner, mm-hmm. with a big board. That otherwise, you know, cafes might use to advertise sandwiches. That's what a sandwich board I is. I see, I see. Um, with some sort of Christian message on it. Sometimes um, they seem more Christian than others. Like some of them are about hell and damnation. Mm-hmm. I chose one for today. There's this um, woman who looks like she could be mom, grandma, um, with a sign over her, mm-hmm. um, that, uh, over her chest that says, Good news, mm-hmm. Christ Jesus came in. In the world to save sinners, 1 Timothy one fifteen. I
0: just Googled street preacher and I did the images. I sorted by images. I bet there's tons of good stuff there. Oh my gosh, it's just <laughs> full of stuff. Now, some of these messages are, are very sweet with people that look like really earnest. Some mm-hmm. of it... Some are mean. Some of them are things I cannot say on the air.
1: Yeah, yeah. Some of them are actually really awful.
0: Some of them are a little mean. I mean, the classic the classic sandwich board is, is, is a sandwich board that says the end is near. Yeah, I like those You ones. know, the end is yeah. near, and then it's like the end of what, and then boom. And usually the idea would be you would lure in people who, you know, kind of like you're a, you know, like someone trying to get people to sign petitions on the right, sidewalk. or something. right. Like you were doing that kind of thing. So why did you choose this as, as our pop culture artifact for this week?
1: I chose it because if you've ever been to a city in the U.S., you've probably seen someone wearing something like that. So I thought it might be something that most people would have some sort mm-hmm. of experience with. But I also thought it was a really interesting way of illustrating this question which faces Christians of every generation. Mm-hmm. It was a critical one in the first century, it's a critical one now, which is how should we evangelize?
0: Oh, yes.
1: So there is a, you know, there 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 seem to be a couple of different approaches to that. There are many different approaches, but kind of a couple different categories one is that you should get out there and be really verbal about it go out on a street corner Mm -hmm. why aren't all of us out on street corners right right. um and then the other one is no you should take a more low-key approach you should be um eh, you shouldn't necessarily even have to use words right like the the testimony of your life Mm -hmm. should um be enough Mm -hmm. to 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 do the job. So the
0: idea of someone being out on a street and just like publicly, whether they're wearing a sandwich board or a sign or not, whether they've got a microphone or whatever yeah. they're doing, that image is a stark one to think about, yeah, two very different ways that Christians can engage the world. And Christians have never disagreed about whether we should evangelize. That's always an whether important whether we should spread part. the message. That's mm-hmm. part of the great com- the so-called great commission that Jesus gives his disciples at the end of the book of Matthew, God into all the world. And Luke, I guess too. It's 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 in a lot of the gospels. This commission, you Mm -hmm, know, to go out mm -hmm. and to do it. The question, though, is how, and it's not always totally clear how Christians are supposed to to do that.
1: Yeah. So we are going to, in honor of those early Christians, you know, students. You read about one of the most famous early missionaries last semester, the Apostle Paul, who was out there running around the ancient world, getting up in front of people and speaking. We're going to argue. What is the best way to evangelize? Mm. Should you be out there, sandwich border or whatever, or should you take a subtler
0: approach? Oh, very good. Now, since you've been doing the keys Haha. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Ready? Get and back on the keys. Since you've been doing the keys this time. That's me. I think I get to take over the coin flip. Yeah.
1: You you flip the coin.
0: What an honor. Um, I'm looking at this coin. What What country is this coin from? It's oh, like the head of a woman. Know. And then on the back, there's like an Olympic flame or something.
1: <laughs> Maybe it's supposed to be some sort of ancient Greek. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go heads. Okay. I like that woman picture from the Google coin flip.
0: All right, I'm Google coin flipping, and you said what was it? I call heads. Um, I flipped it the last time and it was tails but I thought I should flip it again because you were kind of in the middle of it but it was tails again uh-huh. so over two you lose both times. all
1: right you pick the I position. will
0: choose the position so you gotta get on the keys at a moment like oh this. yeah oh, oh. see we gotta we're, we're still getting okay, used to this fine. okay we, we want more of the keys. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's actually a powerful sort of position because you can yeah. like trivialize things I'm saying by like, that's you know, true. That's adding true. Sounds I could. Around me. Okay. See, like exactly, <laughs> exactly. like <laughs> Yeah. Make it sound like an alarm going off. Like, no. Okay. <laughs> 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 that one was tough in, in the, in, in the headphones. <laughs> uh,
1: you asked for it. Okay.
0: Okay. I'm going to choose the con. So okay. I'm going to make you go first with the pro. Okay. Let me check my timer. Are you ready? So reminding us of our format five minutes did we do three three, minute? three, three minutes. minutes three yep. minutes it's getting longer five minutes okay okay three minutes of three minutes three minutes to present your case you're gonna time me and then i do three minutes to present my case and then we do five minutes of open sparring in character after which we will reveal our true views regardless of what we argued in the competition are you ready
1: i am ready you started 10 seconds ago okay Go. students the instructions of jesus are clear we are to preach proclaim testify. In fact, the Bible has over a hundred instances where Christians are giving given this instruction. Preach, get out there, proclaim. These are verbs that are verbal. It is our duty and our responsibility, and in fact, our privilege to verbalize loudly our allegiance to the person of Jesus Christ. In every era of the church, Christians have used whatever means they could to travel and to speak about Jesus. That's actually a quirk of the early church. This idea that you would go out there and go to other parts of the world and convert them to your religion. That is our distinction. So it is our turn. We are supposed to be out there in the world. People have done it before us. Now we take up that mantle. mantle. It's not enough. To do kind things and serve people and take care of the poor. Plenty of non-Christians do that. That's not actually a distinction. There are people who care um, for others who are not um, Christians. We need to publicly identify ourselves and speak about the specific ways that Jesus saves. We need to tell people about him as a person and explain what is so special about him. Because lots of people in lots of different um, religions... Agree that Jesus is a really cool guy, that he had great teachings, that he lived a moral life. But we need to explain what it is about him that saves two people who don't know who he is. So um, I, I I actually like, like this one verse in Romans that says this. How are they to call on one in whom they have not believed and how are they to believe in whom they have never heard and how are they to hear without someone to proclaim him so that question applied to the early church it applies to us now we should get out there and proclaim ultimately we need to ask ourselves why we don't do more of this why aren't all of us out there all the time um, preaching about the person of Jesus we have to ask ourselves tough questions do we really believe in him do we want to follow his example? Do we want to follow his instructions? Do we believe that the cost of not following Jesus is actually death if we believe these things? 30 seconds. If we believe these things, then we will get out there. Um and I a final word, like we need to be able to um be brave. If 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 it seems a little ridiculous, maybe we need to risk it a little bit more. So, my final word to you is students preach, proclaim, testify. The end.
0: Oh, and with a few seconds to spare. <laughs> that was super professional.
1: <laughs> All right. Oh, dang. Okay. It's your <laughs> turn.
0: <laughs> I was feeling fine up until Three a few seconds minutes.
1: ago. Okay okay, okay. 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 Are you ready?
0: Okay. I'm ready. Your
1: time starts now.
0: All right. Students, get out there and preach, get out there and proclaim. I want to pick up where she left off so wonderfully. Get out there and preach and get out there and proclaim. But we, we need to think carefully thoughtfully prayerfully about what that actually looks like what it has to look like and what it doesn't have to look like Mm. so the world as you may have noticed i don't know you probably did is full of noise and by noise i don't just mean it's full of uh, you know not just not just not not just decibels out there on the street but just i mean just advertisements and you know banners and pop-ups and this and that and ding 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 texts and you know I just think why, why, as Christians, would we want to add to that in an era that's oversaturated um, by, 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 by shouting on a street corner? I mean, I think especially some certain kinds of these behaviors, and maybe not all or most, but more extreme versions, confirms people's worst fears about confrontation, about getting yelled at, about Christian behavior. I don't think just like doing it that is necessarily tantamount to being brave, okay? Um, there's also a wisdom issue here. Uh, ex- so extroverts like dr Payne, by the way wonder- <laughs> wonderfully <laughs> love the idea of a lot of talking talking to strangers my father-in-law is like this my father-in-law is like this my wife is like this just like almost like trying to talk to people in public like i just am terrified by that sort of thing <laughs> look um extroversion and introversion is a true psychological makeup that people have Extroverts get energy from being around people and, and talking a lot and introverts don't. Doesn't mean that one group is shy and the other group isn't or that one group can't perform publicly. Both can, but it's about energy. The split's about 50-50, I think. Why universalize this extroversion approach to evangelism that has very little potential to connect with half of all humans? If we're made <laughs> in God's image, it means introverts are made in God's image too. And that means for us to evangelize, it's going to look different and it's going to look different for people like us To receive, you know, preaching. Um, You also have, by the way, in these kind of high stakes street confrontation style moments, you have the problem of potential problem of buyer's remorse. Mm. The idea like if you have to if you convince somebody into something publicly, it's like that's something that can be easily discarded. You know, I mean, this is not like used car sales. okay, and it's not like selling a product. Probably the most famous statement here is by St. Francis of Assisi, a medieval um, Christian leader who said something to the effect of preach the gospel at all times if you must use words and that's a powerful reminder that evangelizing does not equal talking so i guess the question comes up like okay well what what are the alternatives like should we should just all be silent 15 seconds oh no <laughs> evangelizing can look a lot of different ways it can be an elusive very subtle process in which we show small daily you know displays of character that emerge over time we can do what um um, the christian author james davison hunter calls faithful presence um it's a holistic and and community-oriented model of a sustained commitment in all the areas of our life that is preaching the gospel my friends
1: all right (laughs) <laughs> oh, I was not prepared for that 15 I'm out of practice I, you know what the problem was I was going to give you the 30 second warning but then you were quoting St. Francis you're and like, I couldn't interrupt you're that you're like three seconds he's so he's so he's <laughs> you have one
0: second remaining his,
1: his words were so beautiful I felt it like it is, would dishonor it him is. so that's
0: a very famous quote and um, by the way let's uh, begin the con- five minute open confrontation mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. acknowledging some things I think I think one thing for for people like me who are maybe a little more introverted, students are like, "You're an introvert." Yeah, I mean, it's not oh, about for sure. it's not about performing or how loud your voice is. It's about how it makes you feel, about whether it gives you energy or takes it away.
1: Students, you can like test this out by just randomly coming up to Dr. Doke on campus you and you'll <laughs> find <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: kidding. <laughs> I handle that totally fine, but if too many people do that in a single day, I just it's have to I just have you. to go back to my office and cry for a little bit, <laughs> and then it's fine. <laughs> um, so i love it i love it dr Payne will be like filled with energy at this kind of stuff it's true true. so here's here's what i think is a great point that you made and for someone like me or for students if you identify more with the approach that i was i was promoting and the kind of barriers to like certain kinds of evaluate uh, evangelization that i was talking about you might appreciate this i think sometimes it's hard to tell what's just like my personality or just Mm. like the beautiful ways that i bloom in the image of god and like ways that i am really not being as brave as mm-hmm. I need to be as a Christian and and not being, you know, not listening to the prompting of the spirit to just like talk to a stranger and just like boldly proclaim the gospel. I think that can be really difficult. And I think knowing how wicked my own heart is, I know that I could retreat into notions of, uh, you know, uh, all kinds of sophisticated cover-ups for just not being brave. So I think that that point that you made was a good one.
1: Well, I'll pick up on that spirit of generosity um, and, and say that one of the points that I thought you made, that is so so important is just the level of noise we have in our world Mm. and that Christians need to be wise when it comes to how they spread um, the good news Mm -hmm. for fear that they will maybe be drowned out, but also maybe they will be like the form of of evangelism may actually work against them. Mm. And by that I mean, You know, a lot of people think, well, we should adapt, you know, the the kind of speaking out to the times. And they end up using, you know, for example, forms of social media that may be a little less effective when it comes to spreading the gospel than they think they're being. So I I, that is a point well taken that you have to be careful about that.
0: Man, the stuff I see, I think a great point in my favor is like the way social media has been turned into an absolute cesspool of <laughs> just...
1: I was actually thinking the word cesspool too. Cesspool like right ahead of, of you. things
0: that are just not cool. Like yeah. I'm on Instagram. I'll put some pictures of my hikes up there. I try to contribute to the peace and beauty in the world. I'll put stuff on Facebook every once in a while. I know the kiddos today are not really using Facebook as much. As uh-huh. people in our generation, and especially older than us, really got into Facebook. They
1: love the Facebook. They and really and got and into it. They love it. to argue on the Facebook. <laughs> and they
0: really love to argue on the yeah, Facebook. And mm-hmm. it's just like and, and like Twitter. Twitter and the Ugh, Twitter. I just think like that's a perfect instantiation of my point. Now, here's the question I have for you, which is not necessarily an argumentative question, yes. but I think it's like a sub debate within this, which is whose responsibility is it for evangelism to quote unquote work? Like we both we both <laughs> are right. we both got around this idea of the wisdom thing, like. I think you could make an argument that it is our responsibility, that God has given this task to us and we really are responsible to make it work. Like God has given us these skills. He's not like always telling us in every micro scenario, how to live life and what to do. He's given us what we need. Oh, Oh humans to walk humbly with our God, to, you know, to, to paraphrase Micah, what do we need to do? We need to trust and love and be humble. And it's like the rest is kind of up to us, but I can also see someone saying, you know, it's God's responsibility for evangelism to work. You just got to go out there and be bold and do it. I think, I guess I'm leaning more into the, it's our responsibility to make it work.
1: Oh yeah. Well, you know, that's the great thing about, I, I'm not, um, and we'll, students will get to this when it, so this may make sense to you a little later on. I'm not from the reform tradition that might, um, lean a little bit more on like my issue, uh, uh, the kind of, um, prescription, which is like, it's your responsibility to preach and then it's God's responsibility, um to save. so I, I kind of lean in more toward that participating mm-hmm. thing as well. Like it's mm-hmm. our our responsibility to be a faithful witness. Mm-hmm. and so we should not bear false witness to Christ. So mm-hmm. like we should take our res- our responsibility really seriously and mm-hmm. be be careful with how we do this. Um, I also, I, you know, I, I think you made a really good point about um just the idea that that sharing the gospel, Um, may or may not include words. I mean, yeah, so I I think that in today's world, there's such an emphasis on self-expression that we think that we need to just be talking constantly, responding Mm. constantly, Mm -hmm. and um, that may or may not help us (laughs) when Mm -hmm. it comes to, like, talking about Jesus. Like, we should probably be careful about what we say.
0: (laughs) I I see you've come over to my side here a little bit on that one.
1: Well, maybe, maybe. Maybe not.
0: Well, I think we've bled into the five into the five minutes yes, here, and we the have. proclamation of our own views. The key you got to introduce this part on the keys. Oh, that's it's right. That's important. right. That's right. So you got to click on. We'll Doctor Payne, what's your actual view on this?
1: Well, my actual view is, um, I think it is in in Peter, is it first Peter, where it um talks about how we need to to be able to give reason for the hope within we need to be prepared to give reason for the hope within where is yeah, that first Peter three First 15. Peter yes awesome yep yeah so um I think that there's a part of us that we always need to be ready
0: be ready he says at any be time ready. to give a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that yeah. you
1: yeah of course part of that um, assumes that someone's going to ask you so um
0: you're just being ready for it you yeah I think
1: yeah but I do think like in our cultural context, a lot of Christians, um, especially where we are physically, like in the Pacific Northwest, it's not a very religious part of the country. So like if we were living in Texas or Tennessee or Georgia or someplace where Christianity and like a Protestant form of Christianity is super prominent, um, we might have a different answer to this question. But I think that it's our responsibility to be able to articulate who we are. Mm. Um, but I, I have not, and probably I have no plans to engage in street preaching Mm. because I'm a practical person and I just don't think it's effective in our part of the country. That's my one, you know,
0: do you think you could, if you were like in a busy place and you felt like an urging in your heart, a deep charismatic Pentecostal urging of the spirit to just like speak it out on the street, do you think you could do it? Do you think you would do it?
1: Um, like just to no one. Just I would. I know think it just to anyone who's there. I think I I have talked to people before yeah. in the past. Yeah, and it's terrifying. Oh. Um, but I would do it again. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't want to know how I'd feel afterward. Mm. And maybe it's just me being selfish with that. Mm. Um, how about you? But yeah. I'm I'm very extroverted, as you know.
0: Yeah. Are you asking? The reverse, of the question I just asked you or my general thing?
1: Both. Both of <laughs> guess. Okay. So what's your position?
0: Uh, yeah. No, I, the question I asked you, I think is a really tough one because if, if like, if you feel like God is really asking you to do something in a scenario, I think, you know, it's like as a Christian, like you got to do it. Even yeah. If, even if you might be wrong, you know, and something like that is like, yeah, the stakes are maybe just your own humiliation or embarrassment, you know? So it's like, you gotta, you gotta do it. But I find those kinds of things really, really tough. And I, I think, I think that I'm, I'm weak. You know, in that area.
1: Well, I think one key is like, even if you're, if you're, if you're feeling prompted to put yourself out there, Mm -hmm. um, I think one good rule of thumb is just don't be a jerk.
0: (laughs) That's true. (laughs) You know, I think a lot
1: of times people, um, are really wary of people who are out there like with their. You know, wearing their faith on their sleeve because so many people are mean when they do it, you know?
0: Right. Exactly. Or like, you know, I know that you've worked in restaurants before. Yeah. Like as wait staff, I have as well. Um, and, you know, sometimes th- there's just I think a lot of people at restaurants will often say that they think that the worst crowds that come in is the after church crowd on Sunday. Oh,
1: there's no question. Hands down, they're the worst. Or
0: like, for instance, giving someone a quote unquote tip, which is like a fake one hundred dollar bill with like a, a little. Track. W- yeah, like a gospel message on the back instead of a tip.
1: Oh, I got people like that all the time. You, you yeah, you know, you just
0: as a person of faith, like, come on, like anybody who's listening to this, like if you have done that, like honestly, like you seriously, repent. Water you repent. You, what are you doing?
1: Um, I actually have a story about that. So I waited tables all throughout graduate school and there were these people who came in and they were like the very weirdest, weird kind of charismatic Christians, <laughs> right? Like you could just see it all over their face. They yeah. like prophesied over me like huh. in, a, in a heartbeat. Um and so I thought they were in, in my section and as a Christian I felt like it was my duty to take those people because I knew that they were going to tip so poorly. Oh, I so see. So I was like it, so won't, like, it won't I, reflect you're, you're badly gonna fa- on Christ. You're going to fall right? on the grenade. Yeah, I. Yep. That's what I was doing. Yep. And then they spent probably like seventy bucks on dinner and they tipped me like thirty.
0: Oh wow! And
1: they also left a track. And, uh, and a track. Okay. After that, so so they were the weird. You know, they were yep. weird about it. But after that, I told them, I actually had like a Christian to Christian conversation. And I said, you know what? I'm going to share you. Wow. So the next time you come in this restaurant, I'm going to put you with people who are not Christians so that you can wow. witness. Yeah. Because, it, yeah, if y- you can't be cheap, you can't be a jerk. You got to be a g- well, <laughs> generous person. And, and,
0: you know, maybe a Christian <laughs> would say, that's not even fair. Like, why should we be held to a higher standard? Well, here's the, here's the answer. <laughs> because Jesus said we're held to a higher standard. <laughs> Right, right. That's right. the exact reason. Like it's <laughs> not fair. Like fairness is out the window. Like yeah. your sense my sense of fairness, my sense of freedom, my sense of this stuff goes out the window as a believer. Like this is yeah. a different set of this is very different now.
1: You sign on like in the spirit of the sermon on the mount, you know, you sign on to some oh. heavy duty stuff. It's good. It's good. Is it?
0: Yeah, That that's exactly like, why should I have to take care of the vulnerable and give <laughs> my like, money? Jesus, you know, it's just like Jesus is like, I don't care yeah. like, what you think.
1: You might, you know, you, I guess you don't have to, but then you got to cu- question whether or not you're going to call yourself a Christian. Well, that's exactly right. <laughs> you, you have to kind
0: of pick a pick away. Like, yeah. I, you know, we just want it all. Um, my view on this. I, one thing I've, I've I've pondered lately, I think is a very difficult question in all areas, not just the one we're talking about now is like how is it the case or when is it the case or why is it the case that Christians who live in different times and different places are responsible for different things, Mm -hmm. just like different ways of engaging the world, different beliefs, not different beliefs like the core beliefs, but like just different, just different, all kinds of things, you know? And, um, I guess I was in, I got, I was, I was cut off by my own inability to manage the time during my three minutes, but I was going (laughs) to mention this. There's a book I really like on this front. Um, or, or uh, like a suggestion within the book um, by this this um, professor at the University of Virginia, James Davison Hunter, called um, to change the world. I think mm-hmm. I pulled up the title here. It's called to change the world: the irony, tragedy, and possibility of Christianity in the late modern world. Wow! And he has he talks about like different ways that Christians have approached the world. Like he gives these these three ways. He, one of the ways is relevant to, like, hey everybody, I'm re- we're relevant. I'm yeah. relevant to this world. Yeah. You know, Christianity is really relevant to this moment because. Then he gives, in the blank. Yeah. yeah, and he gives defensive against. The world is against us, and here's what we must do. Mm-hmm. And pure from, just total exclusion, you know. And so these models, you can see them relevant to defensive against and pure from.
1: Wait, will you explain pure from?
0: Yeah, pure from would be like, um, um, the world is totally over there. I'm oh, not engaging okay. in it. I'm pure okay. from the world. Right, I'm right. a pure form of of person. Okay. And, and you can imagine, I think, already probably ways that these could be fails. Hashtag fail mm-hmm. um, in, in the face of, of the world as a Christian. His alternative he calls faithful presence. And I can't do it justice here, but it's just a more holistic, community-oriented model of a sustained commitment that, you know, since God is faithful to us, we have to be faithful to each other, especially those who are nearest to us in particular places where God has, has placed us and with those who are vulnerable and who need us most in a given situation. Mm-hmm. And that sounds maybe, I don't know, kind of vague, but these other approaches are also vague in their own ways. And I think have their own pitfalls. Everything does. So I'm kind of leaning into that. And I'm thinking like, if I can't be, if I can't preach the gospel to my 11 and seven year old daughters, which mm-hmm. often I cannot, mm-hmm. how am I supposed to like escape that pos- you know, and like try to like preach that on a street corner, you know, it's like, I'm not, uh, I'm looking like I'm looking really local for this. I'm thinking about my job. Like, you know, you and I, we have the same kind of job. We're like professional Christians, kind of in a way. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a weird job. It's
0: a weird job. I, I, I neither recommend it nor don't recommend it. It's it's its own thing, you know, like yeah. it's its own journey. And it's like, okay, like I made some choices, but I've been placed here and I'm gonna try to preach that I'm gonna try to preach through my actions and teaching and just being excellent at what I do. I often fail, but I'm gonna try to do it in that way. And to me that that just feels right, but I'm I'm a little worried about sometimes where maybe I'm I'm kind of wimping out, you know.
1: Well, to me, I think that you you didn't really say this word, but what I'm distilling from your comments, um, the word humility comes to mind, mm-hmm. like. You know, the the challenge of, of representing Christ to mm-hmm. the world is that he's perfect and we're not, mm-hmm. if, if you believe Christian teaching right. about right. Jesus. Right. So right. you're never really going to get it perfectly right, right. And we can't let that hold us back. Right. Um, but we also, I think it's also just a really big responsibility. So we ought to be cautious and we ought to be really self-reflective. And certainly it's a good idea to start at home.
0: It's a it's a weird kind of environment we live in where so many things have just become like marketing media messages, and I think it's worthwhile for Christians to take kind of just like as a group culturally take a moment and do like a little bit of, of fasting of silence,
1: mm-hmm. listen a little,
0: listen a little bit more, talk a little bit less, do a little bit more, and um and seize every moment that God gives you. Mm-hmm. You got to play us out with the keys.